Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Wonderful. Thanks for listening to Wonderful, the show we talk about things we like that's good that we're into. And right now, I'm going to say, for the past decade, I've been very into Rachel McElroy. That's right. Actually, one might say even more than that, because we did not get married immediately. We didn't get married immediately. <laughs> I suggested it. You yeah. balked at the idea. Yeah. You were like, Lifetime has this show. It's going to be a big hit. Yes. It's called Married at First Sight. This is not usually how the matchmaking process works, yeah. where you meet someone in public and then you just marry them right then and there. Um, but it is our 10-year wedding anniversary, December 7th, a day that shall live in infamy. <laughs> uh-huh. But I feel like, I don't know, being married 10 years to you, I feel like we have overtaken Pearl Harbor Day in terms of sort of importance wow, all to right. the landscape <laughs> of the nation. I would like to think that if you look at December 7th on Wikipedia, our wedding is listed. Above Pearl Harbor Above, Day. yeah. Even though chronologically, it would probably not be listed first. No, it but it's like in, in order of, of importance. You know what I mean? Um, so Griffin, I, I think our listeners are probably wondering, you've been married 10 years. What is your advice for a successful marriage? And what would you say to them? Marry the perfect person <laughs> for you to Aww. get married to. It's Aww. pretty, I'll say this. If you can swing that, it's pretty fucking easy, man. True. True. I will say, uh, and this is advice I like to give everybody compliments. Oh yeah. Continue to compliment constantly. And not just one thing. Yeah. It's got to be a I do have to board. remind Griffin that he has to move across mun- multiple areas yes. of myself and my body. Yes, yes. Um, I've gotten so much better at that, like talking about- I know, how soft my hair is. Your hair is so soft <laughs> and it smells so good every day. Do you have any small wonders? I'm going to say, and this relates to our 10-year wedding anniversary, I'm going to say uh, the destination, which is adults only. Yes. Uh, We went to a resort in celebration of our 10-year anniversary, and children were not allowed there. Yeah. uh, Which we picked specifically because we knew this would be the first time we had ever left our children for more than one night as a couple. For literally seven years. For seven years. (laughs) And and so we didn't want to see a child to remind uh, us of our own... um, uh, regular life. Yes. Uh, outside of the resort. Yeah, it was huge. Big ups to Peeps and Cece uh, for, for coming yeah. through the clutch, watching the boys so we could get away for a couple nights. It was very, uh, we were stressed about it until we got there and then it was totally chill. It was, yeah. It was like once we knew that our children would in fact go to bed without us present, it was like, okay, the rest of this is going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, there's a company called Teenage Engineering that makes a bunch of sort of boutique synths and sequencers and little digi music devices. Uh, they make the Pocket Operator series, which I have a few of, those little sort of uh, calculator ones. They've just come out with the EP-133, the KO-2, which is sitting on my desk right there. It's that giant sort of tablet-sized Looks like a computer. It looks like a. It, I mean, it looks calculator, like an office calculator. Probably more like a calculator. Yeah. Uh, but it's so fun. They've they their track record is kind of hit or miss. They make a lot of stuff that's like way too expensive, like two thousand dollar portable like synth keyboard workstations, um, and some of them aren't great. This one's like three hundred bucks, and it's super powerful and super super fun to mess around with and play around with. I think this is going to become sort of my off court buddy. Uh, that I travel around with. And um, how great that you're supporting engineers that are teens. Yes, these these 13 to 19-year-old <laughs> teenagers. It's incredible. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure grown-ups <laughs> did make these. Um, but they, I, I, I just like this company. They make a lot of stuff. They have sort of a bad reputation in the in the space 
uh, for people who are like, you know, you can get uh, a more authentic experience for cheaper, but I feel like this is the best thing they've ever made, and it's uh, at a price point that it makes a lot of sense. So uh, that's the KO2, and it's super, super duper fun. I go first this week. Okay. My topic this week is, you will probably be surprised to hear, is Bop It. Um, we did get on the topic of Bop It the other <laughs> night for a, a kind of a gross reason. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, not particularly. I, mean, I don't I, even remember how it came up. I remember what conversation transpired. The but- conversation became ranking the verbs featured on a Bop It in order of which it would be sort of least disastrous to a human penis. <laughs> and for those wondering, the order we settled on was best to worst, pull it, flick it, bop it, twist it, and then spin it, we sort of disregarded because we couldn't figure out the physics of how one would spin you it. You are yeah. saying we. I, I think it is important to note that this I was- I spearheaded a lot of this, this conversation. This was pretty one-sided. It became kind of a monologue, I would say, on your part. Yeah, a sort of <laughs> penis monologue. Um, <laughs> you provided me with a ranking and then repeated the ranking just to yeah. make sure that I learned what I was supposed you to. You were busting up, though. You're trying to make it sound like I, this was just some lun- lunacy sort of uh, uh, rant that I went on. I like I like how in your mind, like, if I am laughing, then this is a worth, worthwhile you are conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I don't want to make light of the important place that Bop It has in my history, though, because, man, I used to play Bop It. All the time oh. in its many iterations. Did you? Were, were, I never owned a Bop It. I don't know that I've actually played Bop It. I, I have seen it for sale in stores. I know what it looks like. I remember the commercials. I don't think I've ever had my hands on I one. I considered buying a Bop It for this segment, um, but did not have time to procure one uh, before. Henry we would probably like it. Maybe we Henry should put that on the it. old holiday list. That's a great idea. So Bop It was a sort of toy game that came out first in 1996 from Hasbro. It was designed by uh, a toy engineer named Dan Klitzner, uh, who's, who made a few, uh, a few hits, but nothing quite on the scale of, uh, of Bop It. Uh, and the original version of Bop It was a sort of stick-shaped device about the size of your forearm uh, with three interactive elements on it. There was a yellow knob for twisting, uh, a blue handle on on one end of the stick for pulling, and then right at the center of the of the bop it was a big button that you could bop. It was for bopping. It was the bop it and bop it. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and the way it would work is that the game would sort of bark orders at you in time to music to either pull it, twist it, or bop it, uh, and the music would ever increase in tempo. Uh, and so you would have to do the commands faster and faster and faster. There was a multiplayer mode where it would add a fourth command, which was pass it. So after doing a few of the other commands, it would say pass it, and then you'd have a few seconds to pass it to the other player. And the first one to mess up one of the inputs loses. That is literally it. Once it starts sort of trucking, once the tempo is going real fast and you are having to be very, very precise in your movements, it becomes kind of panicky to discern the difference between a, a pull it and a, a bop it, for example. Yeah, it's kind of like the head, shoulders, knees, and toes principle. Yes. Where at first it's like, well, of course I'm always going to remember where my head is. Yeah. And then the faster you go, the more it's like, wait, not, now I'm just confused. Do you have trouble with head, shoulders, knees, and toes? N- I personally don't. But if you watch a bunch of children perform it, the faster it gets, the more they're like, now I can't do anything right. Yeah, I would say the difference here is that that song is uh, commands in a provided unchanging order 
Whereas Bop It, sometimes Bop It will give you Twist It like six times in a row. And you'll be like, yeah, certainly, that's true. certainly it's not going to give me another Twist It. And then it, it hits you with another Twist It. You start to get in your own fucking head about it. Um, for those who found Bop It's three commands too pedestrian, <laughs> uh, two years later, Hasbro would release the Bop It Extreme, which was sort of a steering wheel shaped device uh, that added two more inputs, a little green noodle for flicking and then a little red red wheel for spinning. I never owned a Bop It Extreme. My friend Clint did. Um, I had some trouble playing it because I built up so much muscle memory around the original Bop It <laughs> that any time a flick it or spin it would come up, my central nervous system would just like misfire uh-huh. uh, and I would just freeze up. Um, Bop It filled a really interesting sort of space in the, in the toy slash game arena uh, which was pretty like busy in the in the nineties and the early aughts. Yeah, right. You had a lot of sort of experimental, oftentimes pretty crummy stuff coming out from Tiger Electronics and Hasbro, uh, and that tried to sort of blend the world of of computer gaming and toys. Some were great, like there was a little game called Lights Out that was just a little grid of like five by five buttons that lit up and as you pressed one it activated or deactivated the adjacent ones and so, you know, it'd give you like puzzles that you had to try and solve and, and turn off all the lights, that one was great there were many others that were not as good, but for me, like Bop It is the most successful of those experiments and the reason I think that is because it was so easy to just start playing it yeah. Like sometimes I, I have a lot of memories of having friends over or being over at a friend's house, like Clint's house with the Boppet Extreme, where we'd just be goofing around and someone would just pick up the Boppet and then we'd be playing Boppet for like a half hour. Yeah. And you know what? Because I was thinking in my head like, oh, this kind of reminds me of Simon. But then I was like, Simon really requires memorization, where yes. this one, it's random. So everybody's got kind of the same shot. That's exactly it. It, it, it. Boppet is what I would consider to be a zero friction game in that you can pick it up and be playing it within seconds. And even if you've never played Boppet before... I mean, you know the rules in an instant. They're yeah, on they, the, they tell you what to they do. They tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. It's on the thing. It's written on the thing, what you do. And so you pick up the rules instantly. And I cannot think of like another another game that I would consider to have such a low barrier of entry than, than Bop It. Um, now, I will say that Hasbro has gone like absolutely batshit wild with power, uh, and they've released like a dozen variations on Bop It at this point. Um, there's Bop It Bounce, which apparently I've never, these I've never even seen before. I had to like research all of these. I'm kind of a Bop It purist. Bop It Bounce had a ball and a trampoline. And so the trampoline would like tell you instructions on like how to bounce the ball on the trampoline. And Whoa. Then uh, there was Bop It Smash where you had to time inputs in sync with like this little line of lights, kind of like that arcade game where the light goes around yeah. in a circle and you have to press the button right when it hits like your target light. Um, there was Bop It Tetris, which had sort of two cylinders with different kind of uh, grids of lights. And one would appear that would be kind of like the tetromino that you had to drop into the other side, so you'd have to twist it to make it line up Whoa. and then sort of compress it while the Tetris music played. That one actually looks pretty fun. I would I would get into Bop It Tetris. Uh, there was like a Bop It Yo-Yo. Um, there were like motion-activated Bop It's where you could kind of customize like what commands it would say to you, like brush it, and then you'd have to like mime brushing your teeth with it. Um, I Some of them look fun, but for my money, nothing beats the original 
Bop It mm-hmm. or perhaps Bop It Extreme, um, a, a game that in my childhood I I just accidentally picked up and played more times than I can count. I would go years without playing Bop It and then would be like cleaning my room and be like, oh shit, Bop It. Well, I may as well play <laughs> Bop It for a little while. I think that's really special and I can't think of too many other things you know, before or after that, that have uh, that have come and well, and there's so few games that you don't need several people to play. You know, yes. like I remember that as a kid. Uh, you know, I was an only child, so it was usually just me and my dad playing a board game. And a lot of times, games aren't really designed even for two. Usually, you need like at least more than two. Yeah, and so it's nice that this was out there for all of us. Lonely Souls. Yeah, Hasbro and Tiger Electronics, I would say like most of the stuff they make kind of fit this category of like, hey, hey, lonely guy. <laughs> hey, lonely little guy, pick this up. You'll yeah. have some fun. Um, that's Bop It. We should get a Bop It. We I, should. We yeah, should I know. You sold me on it. Okay, we'll get a Bop It. I'll, I'll give you $500. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of money for a Bop It. You understand that, right? I know, but I'm so excited about it now. Okay. $500 could buy a lot of bop. Like, we could each have several of our own discrete boppets. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, can I steal you away? Yes. Thanks. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia <laughs> Styles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different <laughs> now? It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. 
So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter. And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are... Jet Pacula. Airport Marriott. Thruple. Dear America, We've Seen You Naked. And Allah in the Family. In our stupid universe... You can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org. Griffin, you want to hear about my thing? Desperately. My thing is... is uh just all over the place this time of year and it is the free gift with purchase. Oh, I love a free gift with purchase. A fugwoop. <laughs> as as the insiders call it. Yeah. Um this is something that I have noticed as we are kind of checking off our gift list. Yes. Uh one thing I like to do when it comes to your siblings and their spouses is to find a gift that would work for all of them. <laughs> Yeah, like a nice gift, a not, nice practical, not gift. like a toaster, but no. like a thing that would be useful to all of them. Uh, and I did this recently, and it came with a little, a little gifto. Okay. And I thought, like, this is a great thing about this time of year. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, are you going to buy five? Maybe you'll get one for you. We got some stuff at the Lego store this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, and it came with free Lego Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Which you built all of. By yourself, I did. Sorry about that. <laughs> you well, you do all the big sets all the time. I do ten percent of the big sets, and then our children all you know all enter their field of vision, and they'll be like, "Stop that! Play with me with just the little minifigs." Yeah, which by the way, Lego, and you probably know this already, but like most of the time, the boys just want the little mini guys. Yeah, they don't actually really want the set. No. So yeah. we're paying a lot more for the set when really we just want the little just guys. The little Why don't guys? they sell the little guys? I mean, they do. They, I mean, they do. But like, not the licensed I, I want little like guys. A, yeah, yeah, I want like all the little guys. Yeah. Anyway. But they probably don't do that because it would be. They would not get money. <laughs> yeah, they would yeah. not get as much money. Anyway. Um, the big thing I noticed with this free gift with purchasing this time of year is that it is largely in the cosmetic space. Oh, interesting. So a lot of it is a like spend $50 and you get this little makeup bag with all of our little trial size makeup things in it. Okay, cool. Uh, Clinique is a big one with this. Clinique is kind of was my go-to company when I was a teen. 
um, because they had a lot of like earth tone colors and they promised like it wouldn't make you break out, which yeah. as a teen was my number one concern. Uh, and they constantly have this going on of mm. like buy a full size thing and get seven tiny ones. Um, and it still works for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm still like, well, I was going to buy the full size thing anyway. So now I get seven tiny ones. <laughs> Uh, and apparently this is something that has been going on for a very, very long time. The um, phenomena? The phenomena. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it started, though, not with, like, trial sizes, but, like, with weird, like, things like lithographs. I don't know what that is. Is it, it drugs? <laughs> it's like a poster but it's got kind of like a, well, now see, now I have to look it up because I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Yeah. And everybody with Google at their fingertips is like, you didn't know what a lithograph was? Uh, is it like a lie detector test? It is a method of printing originally based on the emissibility of oil and water. The printing is from a stone or metal plate with a smooth surface. So it gives you kind of like a shiny... Okay. A shiny quality. Like a shiny poster. Um, yeah, let me, I, now I want to show it to you. See, this has really gone off on a tangent here. Yeah, sure. Um, now, here's, here's what I'm thinking of. This is probably actually what it looked like. Oh, gorgeous. You know? Gorgeous poster. Mm -hmm. so, so that was the thing back, back in the day, 1851. Uh, B.T. Babbitt launched his best soap which was actually the name of the product. <laughs> the other soaps I've made up to this point. Hi, everyone. It's me, BT Babbitt. I'll admit. You know, you knew good soap and yeah. adequate soap. You Guess thought, <laughs> how is BT going to take it one level up again? Well, I'm here with my best soap. So best soap, if you purchased it, you received a full color, high quality lithograph poster uh, of various seeds, landscapes, romantic tableaus, patriotic and religious imagery. Hell Yeah. Uh, so of course you want. I got this picture of Jesus <laughs> with my soap. It's awesome. Now I'm clean and devout. Yeah. <laughs> so of course you'd want to collect all of them too, which oh, was sure. was I the appeal. Would. Like yeah. depression glass is something you've probably heard of too. This nope. idea. Okay. <laughs> You're making me Google all these things that I depression thought depression glass. I, I would just be able to say it's very collectible now. Like that, you've probably seen it in antique oh, stores yeah, sure. and not okay. really know what you were so looking I at. So thought, I thought that this was sad gla glass that you <laughs> got or made while you were quite sad. Uh, it was it was distributed free or at low cost. So if you bought, for example, Quaker Oats, you could get A depression cup. glass. Okay, cool. And now everybody like tries to buy the whole set. Because uh, it was so rare that anybody got the whole thing. And yet when I get into Pokemon cards, people are like, grow up. But you're over there buying sad glass. I don't understand <laughs> it. Sad glass. Um, so this this happened everywhere. Um, and then, of course, also the uh, the prize in the cereal box is another kind of example. Although I don't think that's no. totally the same thing. Um and then there were like companies like Pons, which if you heard of their like cold cream, this idea you're removing makeup with this moisturizing cream. No, but it sounds nice. Man, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm just throwing up a lot of Is this like uh, what it's like balls. when I talk about like Japanese role playing <laughs> yeah, games to you? Yeah. Okay. Or when I talk about poetry, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, they gave away like a free tube of their vanishing cream. 
And what they said was, quote, at our expense for over a decade. Wow. So they were very clear on like, no, it's not like we priced up the cost of this. Uh, so that we could say we were giving away. Yeah. This is actually, we are really suffering. They're saying, please don't buy our stuff. We are, please, you're breaking the bank. So I am I read this article from Racked that came out in 2017 uh, that was called, quote, Why Makeup Companies Still Give Gifts with Purchase. Uh, because a lot of this stopped uh, partially because of the whole coupon crazy phenomenon of like, you would either create fake coupons or you would give a bunch of different fake addresses, email addresses, set up post office boxes just so you could claim way too many of these. Yeah. Uh, but as I mentioned, cosmetic companies still do this. And I thought it was interesting. There is an interview in Racked with this professor of marketing at Columbia College in Chicago who said premiums are attractive because they change the value equation without changing the price of the product. Sure. Uh, kind of suggesting that this is a, this is like a luxury item. This is like an indulgence. And so, but you're saving money or you're getting something free with it. So you don't have to feel like, you know, you're making a, a poor financial decision. I'm a huge sucker for this in a major, I feel like clothes companies, like independent clothes companies do this a lot. And sometimes I will be shopping for lots of, let's say, for example, shorts, lots of pairs of shorts at say for example chubby's and then chubby's is like hey if you buy one more pair of shorts on top of these i'm gonna give you a travel mug and a hat Uh uh-huh and and it's like yeah man fuck yeah and you forget that you never needed five pairs of shorts no i really (laughs) only need the two yeah but then you're like well if i just if i do a little bit more but that this happens to me a lot with clinique they will like put the price point at above like one product basically yeah like it'll be like spend fifty dollars and everything on their site is like thirty dollars or less so you have to you inevitably buy more than you were planning to yeah we're basically just outing ourselves as the world's biggest suckers (laughs) i know but i don't think we're alone no and what is this show if not about building community yeah if we're gonna get caught up in a grift at least this grift gets us travel mugs and chubby hats (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, so largely I'm doing this online. Uh, stores will still sometimes do things in person. Like a lot of department stores, you'll go from counter to counter and they'll be offering things like this. Apparently, uh, when Estee Lauder bought Mac in 1998, they had a promotion on Lipstick Day where they offered a free lipstick to in-store customers and the lines like wrapped around the block just to get like a free item which again is something as we've gotten older that we've learned a lot about of like how much is your time worth right (laughs) and how you're not actually saving money by investing hours and doing something like this but it's just that like free thing and i've talked before on the show about how i love to hear something is discounted really like activates like a pleasure center in my brain this is very similar yeah and and to the point where it's like I am not someone who really uses makeup, but I have a lot of makeup bags that were given to me with purchase of like, you know, a face soap. You can put anything in there. <laughs> True. Some, right? some granola bars. This is what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, so that's, uh, fugb, fug, fug, whoop. Um, and I, and I love it. And this time of year is like kind of the best time of year to do it. Yeah. You, you, you too could have so many tote bags and makeup bags, um, that you don't really need, but are free. Yeah. Uh, if you spend $150, $150, (laughs) 
Uh, you want to know what our friends at home are talking about? Yes. Arlo says, feeling nervous before a date. In this case, it's a first date, so extra nerves. I'm out of practice and coping with uh, a lot of other genuine anxiety, but the simple, exciting nervousness feels so sweet and wholesome. It's like being 15 again, except we get to go to a bar and drink fancy drinks. Yeah. Do you, what do you consider our first date? Um, I took you to Shay Z once. Oh, well, we had been together for a while. Then. Yeah, but that was like our first going out because you made a big deal out of the fact that you I'd hadn't never been, been on a date, date. <laughs> which is wild. I just never been taken out in a like, I'm going to treat you to an exciting evening that you yeah, know nothing about. Like, Shay Z was not the fanciest. No, no, a not at all. spot and awesome, but it's not the fanciest. And I remember I had to stop for gas on the way there. I got <laughs> gas on my jeans. Uh-huh. And so I smelled a lot like gasoline. Yeah. So like all that. Is now whenever I smell gasoline, it takes me right back. Uh, Sarah says, my small wonder is a microwavable heat pack that I put under the covers on chilly nights. Keeps my feet toasty and I get to feel like a colonial woman with a hot brick. Plus, I can sleep sound <laughs> knowing I won't light my bed on fire. <laughs> That's really nice. I keep getting like this is a, a popular gift of those like little bags of rice that you yeah. like put in the microwave. And I never really know what to do with them. Yeah. Uh, but that sounds like a nice idea. We had one growing up that was filled with like buckwheat or something like that. And I could and you would microwave it for a bit and I would put it on my neck and it felt so good and the smell of that thing is like yeah in my memory. yeah um, we should get a stinky rice bag <laughs> i think we have one awesome yeah um thank you to bowen and augustus for these for our theme song money won't pay you can find a link to that in the episode description and um thank you to maximum fun for having us on the network go to maximumfun.org check out all the great stuff that they have there uh, you're going to like all the shows that you find there. Maximumfun.org is the website. I don't know why I decided to say that again. <laughs> Max M. Fun. Max M. Fun. Candle Nights is coming up. Yes. Very, very soon. December 16th, 9 p.m. Join us. Go to bit.ly slash Candle Nights 2023. And uh, you can you can watch along. It's our virtual uh, spectacular. It's got guest stars. It's got Bits yeah, and skits and these things like if you are somebody who does not listen to multiple McElroy, uh products, you will not be lost during this episode. It is no. very charming and fun and bite sized and yeah. and really gets me in the spirit. We have a lot of new stuff this this year, uh, sort of representing the the branching pathways in which our sort of video efforts have have gone yeah. in 2023, which is fun. Uh, so again, bit.ly slash candlelights2023. Uh, all proceeds go to Benefit Harmony House, which is a great uh, organization in our hometown of Huntington, West Virginia. Uh, so so check it out. Come join us. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's stop because I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. What a sad condition for you to have as somebody who talks. A professional talker. All the time. I know. Um, but I'm going to communicate. And when I say condition, I mean you you just have a cold. Yeah. This is this hopefully will not last for much longer. So I'm gonna whistle my sign off like a dolphin might. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Fun. 
a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.